Isn't that just typical? No, it makes sense, though. Hondo is uh, diametrically opposed to Matt. <laughs> yeah, he really does not like making words. Yes. Yeah. Doesn't even know who you are, but he immediately started crying when he popped in. Sounds about oh. right. The howl. Oh, my God. But I'd like well, to know about this roommate. Now, I'm going to let you guys sit and wonder. Doesn't Celeste know? Yeah, but it's not my story to tell. Oh, listen here. <laughs> now you choose. <laughs> really, now really. you choose to keep your secrets. Keep your, oh keep your secrets. Uh, yeah, there's, there's, I, I don't even know if I was supposed to know, honestly. <laughs> I mean, I don't give a shit. You, you knew. I, I don't care if you knew. And Sean knows, too. Sean Wait, knows. do I, do I actually <laughs> Sean knows? Sean knows too. Wink, 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 wink. What? It don't. Now she's taunting me. All right. Oh! Hold on, hold on. Nightwing's capable of math. Two plus two made four. <laughs> um. Listen, Hondo, my brain cells cannot work while you're doing this. <laughs> Didn't you have to take him out? Why don't you go take him out? Okay, I'll go take him out. We'll 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 hold down the fort while you're here. And I'll I'll try to figure out why I can no longer up first of all, why all of my soundboard shit disappeared and why I can't upload. I didn't anymore. do it. <laughs> I believe you. I'm not saying you did. I'm just saying all I have now is just like She totally fucking did it. You know she did. No, because there's been recording since the one that I led. Thank you. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Well, I mean, you'll hear you'll hear the new intro tonight when the new episode goes live. So it'll be beautiful. I'm just glad that Matt enjoyed our uh, our spoof episode. Are you kidding me? That was like it is. It is fantastical. I hope you know how fun it was to edit and uh, listen to. <laughs> I just really enjoy my sound bites in there. I think overall it's kind of still a bit unlistenable, but if you know, <laughs> if, if anything can be salvaged from it, it's obviously Sean. Well, yeah, that's just kind of the general rule about civilization. Lord, exactly. Is that, is that still Hondo in the background somewhere? No, that no, Piper. that's Sorry. Piper. Oh, Piper, what's Piper up to? Uh, she was battling uh, a fox today. Oh, like that? a real one or a stuffed yeah, one? Yeah, no, real one. <laughs> or someone with the last name of Fox. <laughs> now Great let's fox. not breathe into the mic and make future Matt have to edit that, please. That's all right. It's fun. Gray Fox. Lord. Silver Fox. There it is. Anywho, how's everybody doing tonight? 10 out of 10. I'm okay. <laughs> I am so entertained. Okay. That, uh... Are you sports at, entertained? At, no. At least last that I had heard, a certain animated cat from the Shrek series is beating out Avatar in the box office. I don't know if that still holds true. I don't know if it's true. I mean, Avatar's already made $2 billion somehow. I don't get it. Like, does, does everybody who goes to the movie get free cocaine? <laughs> what is so appealing? Well, it's about... not free if you're paying for the movie ticket. I guess that's true. But it is cheaper than street cocaine. <laughs> so it's crack. They're giving you crack. Heroin. Obviously. 
I mean, I might go see the movie tomorrow. Just I need. I'm like morbidly curious, but like it's three hours of my time that I'll never get back. I don't know. What were you gonna do with that time otherwise, though? True. Good question. Mm. Yeah. Did you I'm have a good use for it? Because yeah, I probably was not gonna better myself. That's probably true. So I mean, like, I'm not gonna go see it. I didn't. I didn't particularly care for the first one. I mean, I get like the technical achievement, fine, but like, uh, yeah, exactly. Like, I get. I saw it I, once. I get what's achieved, or like the the spectacle of the the software and the artistic talent applied. Sure. But none of that artistic talent was in the story writing. I'm sorry. No, you're absolutely right. Um. I don't know. I... Anyway, I've I've talked at length about Cameron. I'm not going to get into it again. And there's like, but it also got nominated for how many? Like, it got already just got nominated for Best Picture. Well, we was... we've already been over how the Academy Awards are rigged <sighs> multiple yeah. times. So, but everything, everywhere, all at once got 11 nominations. I don't think it's going to win a single one, but my God, I actually like that movie a lot. Did anyone else see it, or am I just talking like? I, no. I, no, I haven't seen know. it. <laughs> Sorry, I, I got told by like three exists. different people that I should. I heard good things about it. Uh, I watched uh, the only one of the best picture nominees that I've actually seen is All Quiet on the Western Front, which is actually really good. Really? Okay. Is um, first rendition of that movie to be made either? No, it, right, and it's book. um. I actually, to kind of further discussions from earlier episodes of this podcast, the one I saw was actually dubbed in English. I tried to find the German with subtitles in English, couldn't, so I just watched it. But like, at least like German to English, it's like the mouth movements are close enough that it's like doesn't feel like atrociously off. Like when you take like an Asian language and, anyways, um, it's a it's a beautifully disturbing movie, and it, it's just like. It, Really interesting, really compelling performances. The music is fantastic. Right. Um, feels very real. Interesting. Okay. I mean, I've, I've listen. I've always been interested. I mean, yeah. I mean, I was interested in seeing it, but I, you know, it was one of those. I've seen this movie a million times, or like even I've read the book, which wasn't that great. And anyway, but I guess I am intrigued enough to see it. Well, um, the book is I, just depressing as shit. I mean, it's well, like yeah. You know, if if you want to sit there and feel sad for a few hours, go read the book. I'm not knocking reading the book. I think, you know, people should give it a shot. But like, yeah, if you'd I rather mean, be entertained by a disturbing movie than just watch the disturbing movie for a few hours, yeah, that's very fair. I I, I will say that um, oh my god, I fucking <laughs> like the best war movie I've seen recently is 1917. That movie was incredible. Really. Yeah. That's Sam Mendes, right? That's Sam Mendes, yeah. The whole thing's mm. done as one shot and it's it's gorgeous. Mm. It's it's a small movie. It's not like it doesn't, you know, it doesn't have like implications for the war or anything, but it's it's really good. It's really well put together. And it's kind of like this one dude's like just experience in the battlefield. It's really good. Um so highly recommend that one. Uh as of the best picture nominees, I will say that I am partial to and maybe biased. Top Gun was way better than it should have ever been. 
Top Gun Maverick did not deserve to be that good. It was fucking incredible. There's no way that movie wins Best Picture, though. No. God, no. But it was it was way better than it deserved to be. And I'm just impressed it got nominated. Um, well, let's look at all ten. What what do you think? What what are the uh, people's opinions? What do you think is going to win? Yeah, pull up the list. I yeah, I was about to say I'd need to glance at the list. All right, here we go. Mm-mm. So we got Top Gun Maverick. I'm gonna need you to zoom in, good friend. <laughs> All right, all right, all right, all right. Okay, this is for Best Picture nominee? These are uh, the Best Picture nominees, yeah. I have seen... What are we talking about? Two of them. What, what one out of the nominees we think is going to win Best Picture for Academy Awards? Knight, opinion? Top Gun. I mean, I would love a Top Gun one. Have you seen it? No. <laughs> are, you, are, you, are you going to see it? No. Are you picking it because it's the first one on the list? No. What, what, why made this opinion then? What, what uh, made this decision for you? Because it was the most popular film when it, it released. Everyone was talking about it. Everyone was raving about it. It had great reviews. Some even said, I dare... They, I, don't repeat this some said that was even better than the original i would agree with that actually so that's where i am okay and then there's the whole like people said elvis was great but there's a whole bunch of other people who were like yeah i don't know elvis and then avatar is the, the same kind of deal with that and i haven't ever heard of any of these other films mm, all right. but i've heard the banshees one i've heard of it haven't seen it just because Yo. the Academy Awards are rigged, I, I don't think most of these other ones have a chance. I think it's going to come down between Top Gun and Avatar. Really? Fablemans. That's Hollywood loves Spielberg. blowing itself. That's yeah. true. That's Hollywood true. does love blowing itself. How many is Spielberg won at this point? A lot. <laughs> more, I, don't, I don't know the exact number, but a lot more than he's deserved and i'm not taking a shot at steven spielberg there um but maybe i am i don't know well no because there comes a point right where you have to wonder if him just like han zimmer no no disrespect whoa. to Hans zimmer whoa 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 no disrespect to han zimmer mm. but you have to wonder how much of it is just the the academy seeing the name and going oh well we don't really need to consider anybody else because they're right here and they've already won so many i basically i'm saying i don't trust the academy to ever be unbiased ever okay that's fair that's all i'm saying understood very much understood shot so you're still going with the pavelmans i think of the movies on that list I would say, and this is, again, I haven't seen any of these movies except for All Quiet on the Western Front. All right. Um, so I would say, so I, I heard that Tar, I've heard some people said they liked it. I've heard some people say that it was like, like uh, what's her name? Kate Blanchett was like far too unlikable and yeah. blah, 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 blah. Um, 
I've also heard interesting things about the uh, Banshees of Inisharan. Um, I I feel like if it goes the way that these things usually go, I would say the top three are probably the Fablemans, everything everywhere all at once, because Hollywood seems to be catching up to the fact that they should, you know, push movies where there are like lots of, you know, minority, you know, people involved with the production, actors and all that. And that's great. I mean, like, please do. But it also just seems like the fact that that movie got as many nominations as it did. Maybe it's a little bit of, you know, here you got your one and it's like, okay, well, I mean, um, and then pretty decent movie. Yeah, I I would like to see it. I've heard that. Um, My outside choice is Elvis. Really? Okay. Why that out of the blue? I just feel like it's gotten a lot of buzz. Okay, that's that's fair. Usually, I would agree with you. Tar is not going to win because ninety nine percent of the time, even if the Oscar movie isn't popular, it's a critical darling, and Tar has too many mixed reviews to get you know even I think seriously considered at all. Um, I haven't heard anything about All Quiet on the Western Front, but I'm assuming it's like a you know historical piece, so it's going to be moderately successful Um, it's in german though so that's the thing i I feel like that's mm. that movie does not win best picture okay that's fair that's fair because americans are stupid said the american (laughs) yeah interesting steve what about you what's your pick man i'd love to go for top gun too but i think there's let me go back to your thing here um i I don't know. I don't see... The thing is, I see... I really see Avatar just taking things because I know... I know that he's bought those votes already. Yeah. You're not wrong. Okay, can I point out something, though, about Avatar? I have heard that... uh, And this is coming from Liam, who saw it uh, a couple days ago. Sigourney Weaver, who died in the first movie... Yes. Is now playing her daughter. Yes. Mm-hmm. That makes no sense. This is old news. Uh, but how does say, that... I, I think Knight brought this up from seeing some Ewa. talk somewhere. Yeah, yeah, but like, so the explanation they were given, it's like, oh, she like... She's basically... Uh, Oh my God. Hold on. I'll get there. Reincarnated? No, well, yeah, but she's basically the blue... <clears throat> version of star wars oh my god skywalker oh, yeah she's a skywalker <sighs> and again, oh. Oh. <laughs> the chosen one it basically she is what anakin happened to anakin skywalker oh my god to be fair though like if anyone was going to be the chosen one i'm glad sigourney weaver like i love the, the woman to death but my god i i and now there's apparently like not just water avatar or navi people, but there's like fire navi. And there's one for each element. And the third movie is going to be about fire so, navi. So, so he's stealing from the last Airbender. Did you I, see that thing I sent you, Crystal, about that? Uh, Where it's like two kids sitting next to each other, and on one kid's avatar the last Airbender, and then the other one has James Cameron just like peering over. That's pretty good. You sent that to me because I don't remember yeah. seeing that. Isn't to you today, so clearly you haven't opened the closet. I mean, unless you're talking about the cosplay one. No. I don't remember seeing that. I'm sorry. You haven't opened the clock app. Anywho. <laughs> Those are our Oscar predictions. 
as wild mm. and untamely as they might be. But you heard it here. <laughs> Actually, speaking of get, keeping records straight, um, I feel we would be remiss to not discuss the revelation in regards to uh, the Witcher, because we did talk about uh, the yeah. allegations that Henry Cavill got slammed with when he left. And Ooh. it has now come to light that they were indeed just accusations and a smear campaign. Yeah. Um, and a false report. I mean, your listen. boy just wanted to stay loyal to the original content, and the girls were like, "He's yelling at us." Mary's being haters. No, nah, it's it's more so. <laughs> it's more so he wanted to, at least from what I have seen, he wanted to stay loyal to the original content. The entire writing team, in general, didn't want to do that. Because they think they're and, smarter than the writers of the books and the yeah. writer of the book. And, and the did they actually when, read the book? Probably Henry Cavill not. does. Henry Cavill no, no, loves no, no, it. I know, yeah. Yeah. I'm talking about the, the writers. Because lately, any movie project from like book to film, usually don't read it. I don't know why they don't anymore. And it, it clearly shows. Oh, it, it shows a lot. Um, what was the latest? But, like, I don't think there's been like book adaptations recently, have there? Marvel. Oh. Well, there, there's that. There, there's another adaptation that we can discuss not being loyal to source material as well in a moment. But it, it just felt remiss to not bring it up that, yes, we it, it was a false allegation, more out of retaliation for the fact that Henry Cavill was leaving. And I don't think the like the leadership for the witcher realized how dedicated to cavill the fan base was mm. he's um, the nerd king <laughs> he's earned the title yeah us nerds gotta band together and help each other out so it, it just felt remiss to not acknowledge that especially considering that we discussed the allegations when they first dropped that's fair Um, all right. Oh, wait, Any... which film were you talking about, Celeste? Not a film. So, The oh. Velma Show has <laughs> oh, been getting oh, Jesus oh, God. fucking oh, hammered. Wait, everybody. Not... Fucking Christ. But uh... yeah, from all sides. We should and watch that. We should do an no, episode of Binge Worthy going in I blind. I mean, April, like, April 1st confused. will be here before you know it. That's fair. That is very yeah. fair. Uh, it's... It has been getting slammed from all sides well and then there's the uh, whatever her name is she's saying like if you don't like it then you're racist is she really is mindy kaylin going that route now the, there's um, been not a couple exactly of, those words but the, the, there's been that kind of vibe apparently out of her feedback towards people that are criticizing the show hmm. the the main criticisms are the 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 main main one is that all of the characters don't feel like themselves in any way shape or form they are flatter unentertaining to watch um Dumb. there there's a quite a few people that take issue with how fred uh has been presented because previous iterations of fred have been autism coded or on the spectrum um not out and out like 
any of the writers going, yeah, he's autistic, with the exception of uh, Mystery Incorporated writers going, we weren't going to say that he was autistic, but we did have the mindset that he was on the spectrum when we were writing him for the show. Mm -hmm. And apparently for the Velma series, they've made him so dumb that he can't really operate without his parents. <laughs> and a lot of people take issue with that, especially if he's... About it. <laughs> Yeah, the, there's. Wait, so the show's out. Like this isn't just preview. It's audience. been out. It's already it, yeah. Been out. yeah. It's, it has it's a second a season coming out only because people are watching it and talking about it. That's why they're getting. Well, season. no. So at least from what I have found, it was when it was originally signed for. They were already planning to do two seasons. Like that was already oh in God. the contract. It's HBO, DC, whatever WB. They can fuck that shit. Yeah. Um. So I mean, if. If reviews keep going the way they're going, I don't know if they'll keep it up, but um well and then like there's I they were introducing this brand new character to the show and they're like, "Oh, by the way, that's the dog." Wow. I mean, is anyone planning to watch it or do you want me to just go ahead no, and explain ahead. what I'm... I'd say just go ahead and explain Sco they 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 don't have the rights to have Scooby in the show. Right. So they created this female character from scratch, and she's supposed to be Scooby-Doo that Shaggy is dating. Right, right, right. I heard about that. Actually, the one thing so I did hear wait. was the animation is actually really good. That's the, that's animation the looks downside, cool. right? Like, the, the animation looks pretty clean. And, like, even when the trailer dropped, I went, the animation for this looks pretty good. And, like, the character redesigns were, were fine. Like, that wasn't my problem. My concern was that... The writing's just dog shit? It, well, not... I wasn't necessarily concerned right out the gate that the writing was going to be absolute trash. I was concerned that... Especially since they were like, no, we're not going to have Scooby. Um, that there was... That something, some key, like key components weren't going to transfer over, and it was going to be why didn't you just make a new show? Because yeah. at this point, you're just trying to buy in on the nostalgia of the IP, and you're not trying to make anything actually related to the IP, yeah. which is basically what a lot of the criticism for the show breaks down to: is this isn't this isn't a this isn't Mystery Incorporated. This isn't this isn't the gang that we know in any way, shape, or form. They're characters that happen to have the same names. Uh, honestly, like growing up, I never thought Velma was like the weakest link. I thought she was the smartest. It, and like the the Velma, Velma that supposed is supposed to be smart. Like, uh, yes, yeah, yeah, that, that's but, like, what it is. She's just being like in this. She's just a terrible person. Yeah, that's that's a lot of the reviews I've been seeing too. Is that Velma in this is just like apparently a vindictive bitch, and like there's uh, uh there's something about like oh we have to take sexual sex, fucking Christ, sexual defense class. I'm stumbling all over my words today, um, and in my head the way I've pictured Velma growing up, like she already knows how to do that shit. She already knows self defense in various ways. And she will just probably be like, I've been excused, exempt because I've already done this. Like, that's the Velma wow. I've experienced in my, or like, imagined in my head. But the Velma in the show is just not Velma. That's fair. 
And if the internet is to believe is to be believed, Thelma is definitely not a virgin. I've seen some things the internet has made her do. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Um, Why is that the most I, common thumbnail for that stuff? Wait, what? What? what porn? Yes. Because That's sex. Specific. Because apparently sex sells, supposedly. Kind of I mean, and and I, I can't necessarily deny it, <laughs> considering the way that capitalism has worked so far for society. Yeah. Um, Have they shoehorned sex into Last of Us yet? I'm just waiting for the day that's full. Oh, I saw a clip. Sorry, I turned my mic on as I said that. Um, I have not seen The Last of Us because I haven't played the video game, so I don't have the urge to watch The Last of Us. But I came across this clip where this guy is talking about how uh, Joel's daughter like shies away from her father when he's beating somebody up. But when Ellie is watching Joel, like some he the guy was like something clicks in her and she likes it. I was like. What? This is just weird. Why are we? Why are we talking it like that? Like, no, I don't. Pretty sure I haven't played the game. I'm pretty sure that's not what it's like. Wow. I don't know how to feel about that sentence. Exactly. But it's, it's certainly not comfortable. Right. All right. I, I don't. I. It was like a clip from an interview, so I don't know like what his role is in the production, but. If no. his name was Neil, then unfortunately. I, I was like, and we're going to, I wish I pretended I didn't see that. Anywho, I didn't mean to sidetrack us too much because I want to address the big issue with the Thelma thing. If this is true, if Mindy Kaling is saying you're racist, if you don't like it or sexist, then it's like exactly like the fucking Ghostbusters thing. Oh my and God. it's just people. And listen, I'm not going to use that one as an example. It was also, it was like, no, Ghostbusters. Uh, that Ghostbusters was terrible. Yeah, it, Charlie's Angels remake. That's the same thing that What's Her Face said that no one saw it because everyone's a sexist. Not that it was a shitty movie. Get uh, a better writer. The thing about the Ghostbusters remake that drives me up a fucking wall is and that this the, is the four first women that you that you not got Afterlife, which was good. Sorry, right. Afterlife was amazing. Clear. It was beautiful. Afterlife was incredible. I sobbed. Like my main issue with it, you got four comedians. Yeah. That in their own right can do some great fucking jokes and then you let them do none of them correct and like, then you turn thor into a cuck the entire movie well so like initially I, when i saw like just the trailers right before the full movie was out i was like okay so since we're doing like full role swap like he's taking the place of the original like front desk and but like she wasn't nearly as useless. No, as she wasn't useless. Chris she was fucking yeah. sassy as hell, and I loved it. Exactly. And then they're just like, no, no, we're we're just gonna swap that character for a cardboard cutout. Yeah. yeah, which is essentially what Thor is in these movies now. He's yeah. just dumb. And it's, which is such a shame. <laughs> he looks so good at it. Yeah. <laughs> You're not making wrong. all the blondes feel real bad. Good lord. Um. Anyway, yeah. I, I, is that true? I, I you you said a crystal, so I don't know. I didn't do any research, but if that's really what's coming, is Mindy Kaling? I I would put it wouldn't put it past Mindy Kaling to be like that. I feel like it's so it's supposedly grabs, that's grabs, that's been right. the general 
gist of like her response to feedback from it was during a late public. night show yeah um i can't remember the host but name. there's been quite a few people on the internet that went this isn't a scooby-doo spinoff this is a self-insert fanfic that didn't get edited or copywritten in any way and got put on tv right at all it's isn't it important in fan fiction writing to get the characters right like the established yes. characters it, it, if you want good fan fiction yes <laughs> or it's cringy as hell Mm-hmm. it's just like oh let me just not waste my time any longer just close this and delete it from my browsing history damn took a turn all right i don't even know where to go from here <laughs> hey let's watch some good shows <laughs> mm. it's true what'd you guys watch last week 30 rock Matt's show Matt, you have a whole produced show, and you're you're not sharing with us. I wish I made Thirty Rock. Are you kidding me? I love that show. <laughs> is um, this not a show? Well, okay, actually, this is something I do want to touch on. We can because I want Crystal's opinion on this. Uh oh. Um. So the reason I chose <laughs> Thirty Rock for last week was other news that came out of a new show on TLC that mm -hmm. I think we need to do a whole season on because it's it's just a it's it's just the mind fuck to end all mind fuck why this show got made uh called milf manor have you heard of this show i have not but i can hazard a guess that it might be a reality tv show-esque about um mothers that the internet thinks are hot not that oh it's much worse than that <laughs> oh no would you like to fill in the gaps and, and give us a quick summary of milf manor okay so i i may get it a little off um, because as I think I recall I had been drinking at that point. Um, <laughs> surprise, but, surprise. <laughs> but, ouch. But, um, <laughs> sorry, now I'm just talking about butts. Um, but, 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 so, yeah, so Milk Manor. So basically, the premise is, I forget how many of these women there are, like, nine, ten, whatever. Yeah, some, some amount of women. Um, they arrive at this, like, fancy like large villa in i think cancun or cabo or some some mexican resort town and uh they're all between the ages of i think like 40 and 60 correct and uh the catch is that the men that they're bringing in oh well no are... so it's a dating show to, to, right they're, they're all trying to find love okay continue. right everyone's trying to find well i mean that's just life but of course, um of course. You know, so these are single, single uh, MILFs. And um, so the catch is that each of these um, women has uh, a son of at least 18 years. And the men that are available to the women are their sons. <laughs> I'm and hilarious. Sorry. That's right. <laughs> yep. That is mm -hmm. no, mm -hmm. no, it's real. It's a real mm -hmm. show. No, no, I believe you that it's real. I'm mm -hmm. saying no. <laughs> yeah, well, the problem is that some people already said yes. Well, yeah. some people also said yes to Kid Nation, and I like that existed for a, more than a season somehow. So, like, thoughts. Crystal, 
on this big revelation. I'll, I'll keep it nice and simple. No. <laughs> All right. Abs absolutely not. That's so. This that's weird. That's really weird. Like. But it's kind of hot. No, <laughs> no. As a straight oh, no. As a straight woman, I'm gonna sit here and say on Bingeworthy, for the record, the straights are not okay. Because only a straight person could have fucking come up with that. I would also like to point out that it's on the Learning Channel. Why? Yeah. TLC. You have to be a yes, dumbass. TLC's not the Learning Channel. TLC. That, that's what There's TLC stands for, is the Learning uh, Channel. The lear oh, wow. I it's like IHOP. <laughs> it's IHOP from college all over again. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. No, no, no. I'll let this go. <laughs> Did you not know what IHOP stands for? Stood for? Did you Someone just think there was a restaurant called let's IHOP? Let's, 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 I was here, you weren't. An, an international person. Up, this, an international person was visiting Florida, and they're like, hello, could you, do you guys know where the International House of Pancakes is? I was like, no, but there's an IHOP down the street. I said so confidently, and they walked oh away, and I went God. back to my business, and uh, they looked at me, and they're like, you do know what IHOP stands for, don't you? In her defense, <laughs> we had another friend who had lived in Florida all their fucking life answer the exact same way and before this international couple like because they looked confused I went you do know that IHOP stands for International House of Pancakes right? Wow. <laughs> uh, so no I did not know it, it's in That's also defense. why they, on the dividers between all the booths on the glass, they actually have, like, etched or printed or whatever the uh, flags of different countries. Yeah. Because it's the international. Although there are no IHOPs anywhere else. Except True. for America. It's only an American thing. I definitely did not notice those flags on the booths of our IHOPs <laughs> in Florida. Wow. And well, I, was a I don't think they existed. So. You were a vexologist? Mm hmm What does that mean? Someone who studies and uh, is interested in flags. Oh, flagologist. I heard vexologist. I don't know no, it's called vexology. Oh, vexology is the study of flags. Correct. Interesting. Okay, cool. As so, opposed to the study of vexing people. Fair. Correct. Um, but, but That's I, I, called I, being an attorney. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we still have this one. All right. Um, that was very delayed. I know. I don't know what the, so the soundboard is fucked. Mm -hmm. You know, should fix that uh, Riverside. Anyway, um, did you well, did your interest in flags come from IHOP? Ooh, that's a good question. Was small child Sean just sitting in an IHOP one day and looking <laughs> at the etchings and going, so "What actually, are those?" No, I, I've been to an IHOP. I find them gross and depressing. Um, that's and fair. Part of that, Much part like of that comes from. Um, the fact that, and uh, Matt and Steve, you can back me up on this. We had a very close See? to us the original Fire, pancake Fire. house, oh, um, yeah. oh, which oh, yeah. was heaven. Um, so I never gave IHOP a second thought because I would just never go there. No, I get much, funny. much better pancakes elsewhere. This makes a right. point. Are you in a fish tank? No, I think his signal is going in and out. Oh. Me? Yeah, you. Oh. 
No, I'm not in a fish tank. I'm using my headphones because once I stop to go read to uh, Max, I'm going to switch to my computer. But for now, I'm just on my phone. So maybe that's the issue. Either way. Yes. That's good. Sounds good. Um, all right. So, yeah, we got past IHOP, which but is... <laughs> the advantage of growing up in Jersey, I just had... Uh, <laughs> we had, we had Waffle House, okay? We had Waffle House. Yeah, Waffle yeah, House no is no better. Case, Waffle House is worse than IHOP. No, I'm not saying it's better. It's just straight to the point. It's a Waffle House. Then you got IHOP. What do you mean you hop? There's that's, nothing that's to do with hopping. House of Pancakes. Yeah, well, Waffle House is straightforward. And Waffle House get, is wall-to-ceiling windows. And you can get pancakes there. Why would you go to Waffle House and order pancakes? Because I like stirring trouble. <laughs> Why would you do that with Waffle House employees? <laughs> do they actually have pancakes in the menu at Waffle House? Something I don't know. Well, it's been many years, so I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I've never actually been inside a Waffle House. I've only seen it in passing. At, like, <laughs> in my defense, when I was down I, in college. In my defense, uh, my the trainer who... Sh my horse trainer, she took us, the kids there, and I ordered pancakes, and I didn't like her. It annoyed her, so. Win. Ah, so it was out of spite. Yeah. <laughs> nah. Grow growing up in Jersey, diners, diners are the place that you go yeah, to. Yeah, you can for... get pancakes, uh, you know, French toast and waffles all at, like, mm -hmm. the same meal. All at once, yeah, if you'd like. Do they have waffles at IHOP? That's another question. Yes. Yeah, yes. they do. But don't yeah. eat lunch at I hop, Crystal. Wait, wait, what, Crystal? I, we all wanna, went wanna... to I hop to meet her boyfriend at the time, and it's it's just kind of a thing. You just get breakfast there. She yeah, was the no, only one who got a burger. Ugh. It doesn't matter what time of day it is. When you're at I hop, you just get the breakfast. Yeah. So about like maybe uh, an I hour mean, later, she was breakfast? not. Well, that's just too bad. That's what you do. You at don't IHOP. go to an IHOP if you want anything. Like I never like I'm I'm peeling a burger right now. Let's go to IHOP. Yeah, yeah. yeah. an hour no later. I it think was not was my it. vote to go to IHOP. Let's mm -hmm. let's be very clear there. Okay, it was a I did not. Away. I did not put mm -hmm. in a vote, so I'm you not know, gonna sit there and you know, bitch. You know why but. IHOP was the 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 solution? Because it's cheap. You know what cheap food places have cheap lunch, which isn't good. Thank you, Lucille Bluth. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, like, first of all, like, why would you, like, is it, this is my boyfriend. He took me to IHOP. I, let's be that. very clear, first of all. I love how Knight said boyfriend at the time. That's the only boyfriend that I've had. <laughs> okay, so that's why that <laughs> ruined you for men. Like, he took me to fucking IHOP. <laughs> Secondly... Our first date was a Target, so like, Jesus. how's that yeah. a date? What? How's that a date? What oh, do yeah. you mean? What? <laughs> I told you this. Uh, it's all blurry together. Back when I, well, none of us heard it, so you're gonna tell it now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Here we are. <laughs> Fucking first date, quote unquote, was a Target, and then a Five Guys. I didn't order any food because I knew enough about Five Guys to know that I don't like their burgers personally. <laughs> okay. But you will, you will, but okay. So you won't get a burger at Five Guys, but you will. Let's let me let, let me let me let me make a clarification statement, Sean. Prior to college, I had never been in an IHOP. Oh. I knew what IHOP stood for. I knew the acronym. 
I knew what an IHOP looked like. I had never been in one. You have to keep in mind, I grew up Italian-American, which means that most of my food was home-cooked meals, and then I was in Jersey, so it was either home-cooked meals or diner food, like like mom-pop diner. I didn't, I didn't know... Like, I hadn't been in an IHOP. I hadn't been in... I didn't have a fucking clue what Chick-fil-A was, really, um, until college. Uh... Like, most fast food chains... I, I hadn't been in a Taco Bell prior to college. Damn, like, most very... fast food places I had Sheltered not been existence. in. Y yeah, I only knew good food. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I've eaten at Taco Bell, and I haven't eaten at Taco Bell probably since college, which is now going back to, what, year 13 years ago? More than that? Shit, um, do this I haven't had Taco Bell since then, but I had a shameful amount of Taco Bell growing up. <laughs> I mean, listen, we all did. We all. Yeah, I no, also I... didn't have guacamole until I was 18 years old, which is just like you know, Jesus also like Christ. New Jersey, you know. But anyways, yeah. But yeah, no. So like that that for for the IHOP incident, I didn't I didn't know any better. I was know. warned, but of course my stubborn ass didn't listen to fucking anybody else at the table. All right, mm. let's go back to this Target thing. You're not getting away with this. Right. I'm, I'm with that. I, I don't so know like, what to tell you. We walked around a Target. Like, that's... Why? I don't fucking know. Because he was a poor college student. Did I don't... you go to a place where you buy things? No, we didn't buy anything. We just walked around. <laughs> you could walk around City Walk. Are there parks? Do, do like... you know how fucking far City Walk is? I wasn't going to fucking City Walk with somebody I was meeting for the first fucking time. You, wait, you met him the first time at Target? I told you this! I, no, I, I, I want to go back I to the beginning. I have goldfish memories. So I want to go back to the beginning of this story. So you guys are saying, hey, let's go out sometime. Not to dinner, not let's go get a drink. Let's go. Like, so I want to know the, the the whole setup. It's like, how did you guys agree upon? Target Would it explain anything for you if I told you that we met on Tinder? Yes. No. Okay. Well, <laughs> no. that makes even Shunza, less sense. Do better. <laughs> do better. Because the 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 way that the initial planning for the meetup, the, like the first meetup slash date i guess you could call it when was let's meet at this because it was like a, a strip mall situation or okay. shopping center situation sure so there were other stores about okay it's just that target was the one that we walked into and we walked around while talking interesting did you like peruse stuff or did you just walk around I mean, we perused a couple of things, but like we didn't buy anything. Like, did he go in there with a purpose, or did he go in there with a purpose? Like, I, I, you know, hey, listen, I have to pick something up. Like, I need new, you know, thing like soap dishes for the bathroom or something. Was there a nope. Starbucks in that Target? No. Oh God. There was a Barnes and Nobles nearby. And you that would have been much Barnes better. Noble? That would have been much like you can always I, get I, away with. Like, I am of the same opinion. However. Oh, was this the Target with the Starbucks in front of it? I don't fucking right. There was a Target. There was a Barnes and Noble that I know had a Starbucks in it. I don't. I don't remember if the Target had a Starbucks no, in it. I don't, I don't think it did. About. But even if there was a Starbucks, that's still and there a was better a five location guys for a date. 
I just fucking but like that would give them a reason. Like, hey, let's go get some coffee at this convenient location where there's coffee inside. But that wasn't the cause. And we can look at books and talk about what we're interested in. And I don't. Not what brand two. I I don't like. I don't I don't want to. You know what? I feel like you may have told me this, and I was just like, that's not a date. Correct. That was your exact date. response. Oh. <laughs> So sorry. <laughs> that was your way back to That me. was your exact response was that's not a date. Wow. <laughs> okay, so I mean, listen, your first date. You better, Crystal, we can talk about other shitty dates. We've all I'm sure we've all have experience. Oh no, I'm sure I'm sure <laughs> everybody in this room has had worse dates than I've had. I don't want to talk about it. Night. Night. Hi. You want you want you want you want you have something you want to share with the class? No. <laughs> Do you have something that you don't want to share with the class that you're going to have to share with the class? No, I don't have to share with the class. Yes, you do. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> um, I guess. I guess my last, my last. I won't call it a date, but I, I'll call it an outing. My last outing was the uh, individual known as Vinny uh, right. was at a Target. <laughs> <laughs> but that's like that makes sense though you know yeah no that would make sense. i, I was going to say you there there was at least history there to justify just going to like the store together you can only go to target with your significant other if you've been in a re- relationship with them for a certain amount of what's the cutoff? months or years because mm. like my current girlfriend I, I i've been in like a relationship for a month and a half is that enough time to go to target we've already yeah. been to target yeah, no, it's, I think months fine. But I think day, it's just a no. matter of like that's a that's not a, a like I know better now. Like that's not really a first okay. meeting place. That's yeah, fair. first meeting place is like Barnes and Noble, with a Starbucks in there. For future what? reference, you know and what? That's actually a pretty <laughs> decent date. Like going to a Barnes and Noble, checking out books, and hanging out. And yeah, then coffee. if you don't like them, just ditch them and go check out a book. Yeah. That's get some coffee. Get a cookie good too. Idea, good idea for a as day. brought to you by Ben Worthy. We may review TV shows, but we endorse brick and mortar uh, bookstores. I mean, yeah, it's also a great place to pick up, you know, older divorced women. <laughs> Just saying. Is, is this a reference to forty year old virgin, or do you have experience picking up older uh, women? Divorced women in that parts of Noble. Look, uh, I mean. No, well, I mean, you know. <laughs> you, you know. know. Like, sometimes, sometimes when you're not eligible for Milf Island, you gotta find other ways. Listen, <laughs> oh, I think, I, I don't know if this is a normal thing, but usually when I go on dates, I'm usually thinking of exit strategies. Wow. That, that, no, that's, that's a, that's a being femme presenting thing. Because I think it, it started after that bad date. <laughs> that you're not going to tell us about. Celeste knows. Crystal knows. Yeah, so that doesn't help us. Well, no, like it's <laughs> that particular bad date. I wouldn't necessarily encourage talking about because, right, like, fair. that there was actual like scary <laughs> involved. Okay, fair. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah, we don't have to go into. Um, but like, so keep things just, lighthearted here. Just in general, like being femme presenting when it comes to dating, it's always just like, and have an exit strategy planned and a person on the other side of your phone that knows where you are. Because it be dangerous out there, and unless you are also willing to commit murder. I mean, Wait, you're not willing to commit murder? 
I never said I wasn't. I mean, what? Okay, just checking. <laughs> just checking. Yeah, it's unfortunate that Crystal lives so far away from me because what I need. To oh, I told you what I what that I was fully fucking prepared to drive down and beat somebody a certain somebody's ass. Jeez. Um. I'll keep that in mind for if, if you know someone ever breaks my heart. Good to know. <laughs> to know i have friends like crystal um, but, yeah no i don't i don't think i've ever had like an actual good date i've taken you on dates not me taking you on dates but taking you and your whatever boyfriend not boyfriend. well no like we <laughs> i mean sure like we we did like double date ish type things like i no. think the i think the froyo place thing was who was my date? Nobody. <laughs> I drove you to the beach and the action of the park. You were third wheel for multiple dates with Crystal. That no, there is sense. another individual that we don't talk about. But oh, okay. You said nobody. I was. I, was, I wasn't sorry, I was looking dating. back. Well, that might also be why he broke up with me. <laughs> because I like I tried no. to keep things fair and not makes it like anybody feel like the third wheel oh <laughs> but then Damn. he ended up being the fourth wheel <laughs> i do have friends that are that close to me like there's a couple people that like if we were to go on a double date or like you know i was to go out with them and their girlfriend that the the girlfriend would always end up as the third wheel just make everything uncomfortable and it was always fun <sighs> i don't know well, here, actually, since there are three dudes in the call. Mm -hmm. I don't know what I'm talking about. When, a when ghost, he... a dude, and a dragon sword. I don't know. <laughs> when, when he broke it off, he mm. went, he, he pulled a, it's not you, it's me. He said, I have stuff that I need to work out before I can be in a relationship. Uh, that's legit. <clears throat> yeah, sure. Oh, dear yeah. God. No, it what? can be legit. That's honest. All right. I mean, I don't know how honest it is, but I think that that's probably one of the better things to say. It it can absolutely be real. Yeah. It can also be complete bullshit, too. But, yeah, <laughs> there are... It, it's literally happened to me. I got broken up with It's Not You, It's Me multiple times, and sometimes I believed it, sometimes I didn't. And sometimes I think it was legitimate, sometimes it wasn't, so... But, like, ultimately it doesn't really matter because the other person doesn't want to be with you, so... Yeah, you don't want to. Yeah, no, I, I didn't. Yeah, I do feel slightly bad that I stole his flannel. Don't feel bad. It happens all the time. I'm still missing sweatshirts that I want back. <laughs> Listen, if someone's got a nice plaid shirt, you ain't getting that shit back. Someone's got a street white sweatshirt. Yeah, <laughs> poor, poor man. <laughs> Not his favorite band. Oh no. Oh, I'm missing like four street light hoodies. Telling a new one. What were wait were three of them replacements for the first one? I mean, <laughs> oh no! Sorry, sorry, sorry. I think that's the only thing I'd ever say to any of them if I saw them again. Two of the two of them, I'd just be like, "Where's my streetlight hoodie?" <laughs> oh, hi, it's nice to see you. How you doing? Where's my fucking streetlight hoodie? <laughs> I haven't seen you at any of the concerts recently. I've been at all the shows. <laughs> can can I can I tell you something sad, Matt? What's uh -oh. that? 
So assuming that any of these um, ladies has moved on and had a relationship with someone else, they've thrown them away. Yeah. Because if you're dating another guy and he sees another guy's sweatshirt in there, I feel like most guys would generally have some sort of reaction to that. Be like, hey, where's this from? Uh, and so, you know, that happens once or twice. Then they're like, oh, yeah, I don't really need a sweatshirt anymore. Nah, I gave the sweatshirts back because I didn't want that toxicity in my life. But I did steal a plaid shirt because it looked better on me. Well, I mean, Damn. he wasn't exactly a winner anyway. You're right. Minnie has my Mortal Kombat t-shirt. And my oh, no. concert shirt. You can never get that back. Yeah. I'm mad about Let's both of <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. But anyways... This show took a turn. I didn't mean to be to get sad. I thought we were going to talk yeah. about... I didn't know we were doing stories. a Valentine's special. I know. What's up, Steve? Aren't we like two weeks early for that? Wait a minute. <laughs> a few weeks early. <laughs> um, oh, we aim to. It's a roller coaster ride every week here on Bingeworthy, guys. You just never know what you're going to get. <laughs> Who knows? You're going to get an hour discussion on Oscar nominees and terrible dates. Um, let's review but, a TV show. I was going to say, but know. normally we review TV shows. I can have. I have two sound clips. I have the intro and outro that are like very low, and then I also have, for some reason, I have a, a Taking Back Sunday song, and that's like this is this is. Only are you allowed to play that though? Just I can play the first four seconds. It's fine. No one do it. Okay. Just play the Kids Bob version of it. It's like practically no copyright. <laughs> what is the Kids Bob version of Taking of Cute Without the E? Like it's. it's like, I Matt, no... if if Truth Hurts can have Fun a Kids Bob version. I want to see if there's a, a, a kid's it's Bob. A, it's, it's fun without the end. <laughs> yeah. Boop. Kids Bob proves that kids are listening to songs that they shouldn't be, and then Kids Bob themselves are entirely missing the fucking point. Wait, there is a Did kids they Bob cover CeeLo Green's song? Yes. Yeah. A cover of what? Sorry. But, but it's like Green the censored song. version. There was a censored version of that song that you recorded. Forget you. Yeah. Yeah. Forget you. I like that song. Not forget you. Alright, no, there is not. Okay, good. Fuck uh, you. Fuck you. It's got it's got real personal real quick. No, I was looking for a kid's pop version of a taking back Sunday Sunday. <laughs> no, exactly. that might be too old for them. Um yeah. <laughs> taking back Sunday. <laughs> that was a child. That wasn't Mickey. He is a child. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Jackson's child. <laughs> You sound like the guy from Corrin more than Michael Jackson. <laughs> Did you guys know that there were Kids Bop tours? Yes. Yeah, had to who, who plays? Like who? You had to audition to be a Kids Bop. The children. Yeah. <laughs> or is it just the children? There are child yeah, actors, real, Matt. God. Real. Steve has been uh, kicked out of three Kids Bop shows for heckling the band. <laughs> uh, most we're we're up to. Turns out they were actually just middle school Christmas concerts, but okay. <laughs> we're, we're up to what? Kids Bop 40 now? You think I keep track I of that? Know. I can't even keep up with uh, That's What I Call Music Volume Infinity. Oh, I don't no. even want to fucking know how many That's What I Call Musics there are. <laughs> no, yeah. I want to know, so I'm going to Google it. I just remember the first one, so 
you know. <laughs> I had volume eight, sixteen, and one more. But I think, oh my god. <laughs> All right, there's okay. These are some old ones. Now I'm just looking at a list of every kids' bop song. There's there's three All American Reject songs. American High Thigh, uh, Adam Lambert. Ooh, flavor of the week, right? There has to be at least two Banger. or three Creed. It is Creed flavor songs of the week. There. Yeah. No. There's what? There has to be at least two or three Creed songs in there. Let's see if there's any Creed songs. With arms. Can you take me there's a fucking all the small things kids bop song. Yeah, it has to be. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Uh, uh, I guarantee there's kryptonite. Yes, yeah, yes. I can. Pro- I can promise you there's Three a kryptonite kids bop version because I had the CD as a kid that yeah, had the kids bop version. That's why. <laughs> so there is one a... Creed song higher. It's yeah, that's why. Well, what other song would they use? Um, the, the, the with arms wide open. Yeah, or right. um, my sacrifice. Well, well, I, I hate that I know the name of three Creed songs. Um, <laughs> As sorry. of November eighteenth of twenty twenty two, that's what I called music is up to one hundred thirteen. Jeez. Uh, right. Well, what anyway, is... they've, been, they've been profitable enough to make one hundred thirteen of them. What is you're battling it out with kids? How do you do a kids' bop version of a song that's literally about taking too many drugs? Like Feel Which... Good Inc. is not a kids' song. <laughs> like once they do swap out a lot of words <laughs> yeah the same way that they swapped out a lot of words for fucking uh truth hurts or hoobastank there's no yeah. reason there's a kid's bop good lord now i'm just looking down this list of just terrible why is this did they do any corn songs now that i'm thinking about corn and jonathan davis no, there are no more like Limp Biscuit. Holy no. shit, there's a Limp Biscuit song. I knew it. I knew Oh my god, which one? Nookie. Yep. No. How? Yeah. That makes no sense. Kids. Bob. I was going to say like Rollin' or something. That. Mm. Nookie? No, I'm upset that BTS made that a thing again. Um, I, I can't find it on YouTube. Here we go. This is a list of some songs that really shouldn't have hit kids, Bob. Okay. Uh, Ariana Grande, Seven Rings. Okay. Lizzo, Truth Hurts. Rihanna, Love on the Brain. Bruno Mars, It Will Rain. Nice. Some of these aren't the worst that I've heard out of kids, Bob. (laughs) Katy Perry, Hot and Cold. Uh, Drake, God's Plan. I don't I, listen I don't to Drake. Know who Drake and yeah, I know who Drake. Yeah, he's, he's the guy from the wheelchair from Degrassi. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Jason Derulo and Josh eighty five Savage Love. Okay. These are people. Uh, Lady Gaga featuring song. Beyonce Telephone. Bruno Mars and Cardi. Uh, that's what I'm wondering for this fucking list. Bruno Mars and Cardi B finesse. Third Eye Blind. Never let you guys about heroin, so I guess you know. Uh, Chainsmokers was closer. Semitron kind of life is actually closer. That's not even that bad. Yeah, Yeah, this is a bad list. What if they had closer by Nine Inch Nails on there though? That would be great. That would be amazing. Yeah, I need a Kids Bop's cover of that song. One of my roommates in college, he played high school tennis in upstate New York. He said that their entrance song for their tennis matches was closer. Okay. Ah. Let's let's try this. All right. 
Toxic by Britney Spears. Nice. Which, I mean, it's closer. Lose My Breath by Destiny's Child. Yeah. Uh, I'm the One by DJ Khaled. TikTok by Keisha. Keisha. California Girls, Katy Perry. Mm. I think the Lips of an Angel cooler. by Hinder. I don't know if that's really necessarily the most explicit thing I've ever heard. You've seen those lullaby songs, Wait, right? Lips like of a... an Angel, isn't that the one he's talking about cheating on his girlfriend or something? I mean, listen, every song's about sex or... Uh, but isn't that more, where he's like, my girlfriend's money, getting high? Yeah. Uh, oh, that's right. There was a there was a kids' bop version of Anaconda. Oh dear. By Nicki Minaj. But also, in answer to your question, Nightwing, yes, Lips of an Angel is about uh, affair, <laughs> an affair. Um, it's the only lyric I can remember for that song. <laughs> All right. It's, so we've, it, we've, we've yeah, done an Pop doesn't <laughs> without talking so TV about shows. TV shows. Yeah. Well, no, we talked a little bit about TV shows. Um, we, we did. So who's who's picking tonight, guys? I, don't Everybody know. I have a show. You went last week, so you ain't eligible. Everybody else eels. Does everybody have a show ready? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah, I think so. All righty, yeah, Crystal. Would you I'm like to picking. roll us a dice? Um, uh, hang on. Oh, shit. oh my god! Hurry up. Oh, wait. Why don't you get your dice then? Fine, I will. Sorry, Hondo. I didn't mean to wake you up. <laughs> okay. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> Sean. What? <laughs> the dice gods have spoken. Okay. Okay. So I've got I've got two options floating around in my head. They're both oh boy. they're both dramas. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. One I've brought up with Matt before, and I know that there's a chance that Ant might have called it, but as we know, Ant doesn't seem to exist on the podcast. That's true. It is open. He's it here is open. in spirit. He's, He's here in spirit, everything. and he'll be here when Steve and I start recording our uh, a real sex deep dive in a few hours. That's fair. Um, but I but think, I will leave it up if you want to pick that show. If you have an episode, I think I think I'm going to because my other option um, I'm familiar with, but I haven't watched it too recently. But this this entire series I've rewatched within the past year, so it's pretty fresh. Okay. Um, episode. We are going to do the uh, first, the season one, episode one. I don't know if it's called Pilot or if it actually has a title of Mad Men. That is a brilliant choice, and I'm pulling it up now. Uh, Sean, give us a little rundown of what we're about to watch. Okay, so Mad Men, it was... uh, Mad Men came out before Breaking Bad, right? Yes. Okay, so Mad Men was like the first... um, of the AMC TV shows that like got really popular. So they had like Mad Men, then Breaking Bad, Walking Dead, like, but it was like one of those first shows that like, was like a prestige TV drama that wasn't on HBO or like one of the other, like, you know, you have to pay extra or subscribe cable networks. 
uh, it's set in, uh, at least starts uh, in early 1960s New York. I think they're actually covering the Nixon-Kennedy election. Um, and it follows uh, advertising creative director named Don Draper, played by John Hamm, uh, kind of his journey through, you know, the field and family life and all that and alcoholism and uh, things that are kind of pertinent to the time of the early 60s in the U.S. and particularly in, in New York. Um, other than that, I won't give out too much away about the first episode if, like, not all of you have watched it. Um, but there's some interesting twists, and I think the first the first few seasons of the show are, are like really strong. I think it kind of gets a little weak in the middle um, at times if it gets really like super duper dark. Um, which I enjoy, but it may be too dark for some people. But I think the first season's like a nice balance of like serious, dark, but also like somewhat, you know, nostalgia, even if it's like nostalgia through your parents or grandparents. Um, I don't know. I think it's just pretty interesting and cool and makes you want to drink a whole bunch of whiskey. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, Steve, let's start with you. Any uh, word, comment on Mad Men? Uh, no, I'm going in blind on that one. I haven't watched Mad Men, so... Really? Uh, okay. Yeah. That yeah. is exciting. Well, if you've heard of it, though. I've heard of it. Okay. And you just you just don't want to know anything. You're just going in, and you're going to see how you like it. Yeah, no expectations. Lovely. Uh, Crystal, what about you? Mad Men. I've heard the title. I admittedly, prior to Sean giving that rundown, didn't remember what it was about. <laughs> um, so I'm also going in mostly blind. Fair enough. Uh, Knight, what about you? Night. Did you die? I uh, I was talking. I was I answered. Uh, I was answering confidently, and then I realized uh, my mic was off. Um, apologies. No worries. Uh, I know nothing of this show. Okay, all right. No, I know nothing of this show except I vaguely remember. I think a one of the actors. John Hamm. I hope you know John. Yeah, that Hamm. guy. That sounds familiar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the main character, who's you know. Sure. Very, yep. very famous, very popular man. And I only remembered his name till just now. Very good. Uh, Sean, anything else we should know before we jump into this? Well, Matt, what's your uh, what's your experience? I have seen the whole show. I love it to death. Um, I think it is one of the stronger dramas and has a character arc that I actually like. Mm -hmm. um, one of the hardest things to do in a show like this, and I think Breaking Bad is probably the only one that's done it better, is show character growth and not growth in the way that like, Oh, he learned his lesson. He had the entire hero's journey and is now a better person. Um, sometimes a show and, and the main character development can simply be about being okay with who you are and coming to terms mm -hmm. with it. And, you know, finally, and I think this show without giving anything, I don't think it gives anything away has such a great, it does such a great job of watching this character evolve into all the things people expect of him as you, as the persona he, you know, kind of portrays and not until the end, does he be like, this is who I actually am. And I'm totally cool with that. And that's very hard to do. And I think the show does an excellent job of that. Yeah. Um, also fun fact, Mad Men does not stand for angry or it stands for Madison Avenue men. Madison Avenue. Actually one of the, um, one of the people I knew growing up who's like family friends. Uh, he always just seemed like this, like really quaint old guy. 
I actually, after he died, my dad bought me his his car. It was like a Ford Taurus station wagon. Uh, Matt, you might actually remember them as the Erickson family. Um, but uh, yeah, Carl Erickson was a uh, advertising executive in Madison Avenue. And so he had died before the show came out or around the time the show came out, actually. He was pretty old. He was a World War II veteran. So um, kind of looking back on it now, it's like that was the world that he lived in. It was just like, wow. whoa, like how could, you know. Anyways, it was interesting because he always just seemed like this like really wholesome quaint guy, and I'm I'm sure he was, but like you know, probably not. And that's also kind of a cool <laughs> thought to have. Um, yeah. So, is your impression just before we begin that all advertising executives act exactly like this? Well, no, but I mean, I don't think. I mean, I think Don Draper's of a certain type, but you see, like, yeah. there are different ages. There are different. I mean, so like without like going too far into like plot or like details or whatever, like Don's boss is this guy, Roger Sterling, um, played by John uh, Slattery Slattery. Slattery? Yeah. Slattery. Um, who I adore. I think he's so he's good in so this role. He's so great in everything. He's a World War II vet. But then like Don Draper's a Korean War vet. And then you got like younger guys who like kind of fall in between like Korea and Vietnam. We don't end up going to Vietnam and like kind of their culture there. Um, you know, you have the integration of like women into the workplace, minorities into the workplace. And so it's like, there are all these like different tensions and things. And it's like, even if you're not like thinking like someone you knew, like your mom or dad or uncle or grandpa or aunt or whatever, you're like looking at it through the perspective of like, I've encountered people in my life or I have people in my life who lived through this time, lived through this era. And that this is what going to work for so many people was like, even if it wasn't an advertising agency. You know the personalities in the show feel very real, yeah. um, and I think right. that that's one of the things like the strength of the writing, the strength of the acting. You know, I always thought it was like really good um, set design, production design. Like everything is like great. Um, music's good, um, but like you know, it just it's just interesting to because this is something that people we know experienced, and yeah. it's like a totally different world that we live in now. Um, so it's just kind of cool to look back on it and think about, you know, change over time and stuff. And I was a history major, so I, lo- I just really like looking back at this. And I actually, my <laughs> thesis is on the U.S. in the 1960s. So this is like exactly kind of in my wheelhouse. All right. I think that about sums it up. Anyone have any questions before we get started? Okay. Um, nope. Oh, cool. Without further ado, uh, season one, episode one of Mad Men which does have a title, and it's entitled uh, Smoke Gets in Your Eye. Here we go. But when the smoke gets in your eye, is that amore? Yes. All right, Crystal. I mean this in the best possible way possible. I'm going to give you a few minutes to rant about how things sucked in the 60s. If you need to get oh, it off no, your chest. I'm, I'm just saying I would be exceedingly <laughs> unemployed. <laughs> like if you were to transplant me as I am into that time period, I don't even have faith that I'd be able to keep my cool if I was raised in that time period, honestly. Um, I mean, but like if I were to suddenly find myself in that time period, I would have to go into underground slash black market work 
because there's no way I'd be able to keep a sensible job because I would be charged with assault. <laughs> All right. Listen, and, and but we're not going to get into a whole sociological thing here, but, you know, you don't know how you would act if you were raised differently. Right. That's why I said, like, if I was yeah. transplanted back into that time, I don't have faith right. <laughs> that my hot headedness would not persevere through being raised in this time period. This is however, it's the Italian blood in you. <laughs> Uh, yeah like i don't i don't have faith that like i because obviously i would still grow up italian american yeah but old-timey italian women are even more dangerous than like modern italian women in some respects yeah i've heard that so like i don't have faith that like I'd be employed. I might be collecting some kind of inheritance of some sort, <laughs> but like, <laughs> listen, there are worse ways to make a living. Uh, that being said, first impressions of the show. If I can separate out how badly I want to t- punch 95% of the male cast in the face. Listen, it does have I know. I know. Let me finish. Okay, okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It does have strong. It does have strong writing, especially for portraying the time period that it's set in. Um, The characters aren't as two dimensional as the first like 15 minutes might make you think. Yeah. Um. I, I do think that it is a strong writing piece. I do think that it represents the, the fashion and the mindset of the era well. Um, while not, at, at the very least for this first episode, while not diving too deep into every single once-in-a-lifetime, quote-unquote, experience that <laughs> they were mentally processing at the time. Yeah. So I don't think it was bad. <laughs> I'm just saying I would be on the streets, Fair. possibly charged with murder. <laughs> now, I, I want to point something out to me because the, the strength of this episode, in my opinion, is the fact that we get this guy who's already very complicated in the beginning, our main character. And we see him go through this, but overall, we think he's, he's a decent guy. He's trying his best. Mm. And then all of a sudden, and you know, you, you kind of see this glimpse into his life. And then all of a sudden, it completely changes when he goes to the suburbs and has a wife and kids. Yeah. And I thought that's a brilliant, like, oh, my God, really? That? And I, I find it interesting. And I'm not sure if you were just, uh, you know, making the joke, which was very funny at the time. It's like, what you took away from that I was like, that's an expensive fucking house. I and, yes. and listen, it is. I a hundred percent agree with today you. Today, that house, there's no way you can convince me that that house would go on the market today, especially with the market currently as it is, for yeah. less than half a mil. Well, I think that's a million dollar house today, especially easy. in Austin. Exactly. That's and a remember, nice town. Like, remember, yeah. think about it. Where is actually? Do, do we know the exact town? It's Austin. It's um, it's just going up the Hudson River a little okay. bit. I think I feel like it's like westchester county maybe gotcha okay um so it's like austin rye like those are like sleeper communities for people who work in the city but now it's sleeper communities for people who work in the city and make a shitload of money that's fair that's very fair like like ungodly you know 
like yeah. Bernie Sanders eat the rich kind of. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway, yeah. So, but that aside, was that at least? Do you think that was well portrayed? Like his his death as a character is like you felt one thing and were completely surprised about how he acted at the end. I wasn't completely surprised. Okay, fair. Um, I I'm very because I I've because I mean there's there's still vets from like some of these wars around, and at least the ones that I've interacted with out of my family are very similar. Like if I were to see them interact with, um a woman or a person of color without any of the rest of the family around their behavior would probably be kind of like how he is where mm. it's mostly microaggression. It's not outright like it to the point where like not even realizing that like that behavior isn't okay because it's just like one, what they grew up with the norm of and two, rooted in some of the stuff that got put into their brains to make the war seem okay. Yeah. And then come back to deal with this nonsense. Like this yeah. And, um, but then when they're dealing with family, they're some of the warmest people, or at least warmer, and you can see, like, a soft side to them. Okay. But what do you think about the fact that he's, like, sleeping with random women and, like, then comes home to this family and doing all this other stuff and just, like... A tool. Uh, yes. So, right. I, I want to make one point about that, Matt. And and so when he comes home and, like... So first of all, there's a reason that I picked this episode. Maybe I'm jumping the gun to get there for you, Matt. But I think it's kind of an important point for sure. the show, at least. Like, our show. Which is... There's a lot of really good episodes of Mad Men. And there are episodes of Mad Men that are... And I think this is a very solid pilot that are yes, in I terms agree. of writing in terms of acting are far and away better than this episode. But what I wanted to show with this episode, which is the hook that you get at the end, that who is this guy? And I think that, you know, kind of one of the interesting things and one of the things that got me, and I remember the first time that I watched the show, cause I, I was a little late to it. I think I came in in season four maybe, and it ran for eight seasons or seven seasons. Um, Something like that, yeah. So I came in halfway through. So I literally binged, like, the first, however much was already out at that point, and then I started watching it as it aired. And um, I remember watching the pilot for the first time, and I'm thinking, like, the artistic hippy-dippy lady in the village is, like, you know, okay, like, maybe, like, he screws around on her, but, like, that's, like, his girlfriend, you know? Um, because they know each other. It's not like some random hookup that he picked up at a bar. Like they, these people know each other. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think that that makes the the hook at the end where you see he comes home to his wife and like children who aren't even like I mean they're young but they're not like babies. You know that this man is established as somebody else entirely, um, and he's living at least two two separate lives, um, yeah. which I think is really really kind of cool and it's like that was the thing that pulled me in initially and then you know the rest of it just kind of sold itself but fair yeah uh, steve I was making that point just because of his girlfriend because it, or you know mistress or however you want to put it no like, that's very fair um yeah. steve what are your reactions upon seeing this in complete episode in the dark um yeah it's 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 a very um contrasting episode it's okay. it, uh, 
it's got a lot of good things going for it. Um, but I'm kind of curious to hear what other people's thoughts are before I get my full okay. idea on it. Fair enough. Knight, that, uh, what about you? What are your initial thoughts? Uh, <laughs> that's a um, good start. <laughs> I think the flow of the episode was done really well. Just the writing was done really well. This entire episode just made me really fucking angry. <laughs> okay, yeah, what? I, I, <laughs> is it I, just I, the time period, or is it just the way they like? Well, what is it that made you angry? I'm very curious. Uh, uh I mean, mostly time period because, like, back then, like obviously women were treated like shit yes and women sort of had each other's backs in a way kind of but, <laughs> but also not yeah. nice <laughs> and men just getting away with lots of bullshittery and it just makes me fucking angry including that carpet i don't like that carpet <laughs> <laughs> all right fair enough fair enough so it was the carpet to catch i understand i understand the, that was the final nail in the coffin <laughs> but i don't talk to those grandparents any longer <laughs> <laughs> here's a They're question <laughs> for uh i guess for the room more or less but crystal knight as as the uh the token women of our organization <laughs> token <laughs> see how um, it is uh, listen I, I know, I know, I know, I know. It's, it's just for the joke. I got it. Um, Is there a joke? <laughs> Do you, would you have preferred if this wasn't an accurate depiction? If they had kind of whitewashed history and made it a more... If they, you know, hadn't brought up these things. Because I do not think it. they're doing it in a way to just be like, women suck or this is, you know... This is the good old days. They're not. They're not glorifying it in any way. No, no they're, they're being think. very honest about it. That's yeah. what pisses me off. <laughs> yeah, no, it's so it's at, at least for me. I'm not gonna sit here and put I'm words in my mouth. Yeah, like I'm not <laughs> mad okay. at the show. It is absolutely the time period for me. Um, I'm talking about them ankles, man. You got some nice ankles. You want to flop those bad boys off? I, I want to get a T-shirt says, "Man, you got some nice ankles." That's a good one. I don't know if that's a safe yeah, T-shirt. That might make you seem like a serial killer. All right, that's fair. That's a compliment, right? Is that like Just something you tell? underneath it? Are you gonna rename yourself to Hercules? Maybe uh, Hercules. <laughs> anyway, um. I just so yeah at the very least for me it's anger I feel when watching this is more for the time period I I do think it's like Knight said very a very honest portrayal um everyone did great in this show yeah except except I hated the intro and outro what kind of font? Oh, I don't know. Something about that font really pissed me I off. I thought you were just, just gonna about why is it animated up? with the show's live action or something? I was no, like, like with, come on now. It, with the time period, like mm -hmm. I don't know. I guess I was expecting it to have that kind of like tiny intro outro with like I don't know. No, don't, it, don't it is much. It's I will admit that the intro and the outro yeah. feel the intro at the very least feels very almost James Bond esque to me. I think it's a it's a product of the show's time. Like it, yeah. the art style mm -hmm. is very reminiscent of 
that era of art and that that no but i'm talking about like the uh, no in your case you're talking specifically about the font i i, I got you yeah yeah like back like older t movies then like they had like the weird background like you're like what is that image it's kind of pixelated with like cursive font and like it doesn't doesn't it, like sean said it's very other timey yeah speaking sure. of like old-timey stuff with cursive how awful must mm. it have been before dyslexia was properly diagnosed to try to read as a dyslexic in like this time period and earlier i mean it probably it would have been even worse <laughs> I mean, we had a lot of dumb people back then when they were still uh fixing people who were left-handed by forcing the right right yeah which caused a lot of other learning differences Holy shit, I didn't even think about that. That's very true. Yeah. yeah. All right. If you were writing with that left hand, you were part of the devil. Right-handed. Yeah. Damn. All right, let's let's talk about uh, the, the meat of this episode. This whole thing with the, the cigarette company. <laughs> Which is, it's a brilliant way to start this show. Well, cigarettes don't cause cancer. Well... Like, unfortunately, that's exactly what this is. This is the tale of what is, you know, happened at that time. This is yeah. right after, you know, cigarettes are like, hey, these probably aren't that great for you. <laughs> right but after still... the medical community went, uh, we have made some discoveries and uh, we have some unfortunate news. <laughs> but, you know, it's ironic that at the same time, all those doctors were smoking. Yeah. So it's just kind of funny. But yeah, like this is that time, you know, um, and that's probably the conversation. And it sets up the rest of the show very well. Um, because the, you're going to see a lot of these campaigns. They're going to work on a lot of things that are very famous and have been like advertising history, right? And uh, it's very fun to see it from this angle. And I think cigarettes are like the brilliant thing that's like a big topic to do for the pilot to get you hooked. Mm. Um, especially that scene where they're like, ah, oh, cigarettes aren't bad for you. And then literally everybody in the room coughs. Um, what any thoughts on like his his last minute save like what do you what do you because that's kind of the meat of the show there is a lot I, of character development but there's you know advertising i shit. was i liked it because i was like when when are we getting to a point where he's actually like good at his job because I'm, he's letting <laughs> so me down far, and then he hasn't he been great out of his ass i was like oh okay i get it now all but right you believe Bitch got lucky no but you believe him that's the thing like everything yeah. he says, and that's like the brilliance of whether it's John Hamm's acting or advertisers in general in the sixties. But like, that would work. He understands like these executives. Yeah, no, for sure. It was it was absolutely like when he when he got up with that, and it's like no, no, no. Other cigarettes are poisonous. <laughs> yeah. Yours is toasted. Like it's one it's one of those advertising tricks of it's not a lie because they're not claiming that that particular brand of cigarettes isn't poisonous yeah. they're just not mentioning that like this is still a cigarette it's yeah. just no, no no we toast our tobacco and then like leaving that point blank period so to try to discourage any further quest questioning exactly they're not allowed it, to say it's healthy it, it, so just yeah it, it's it's a it's an upsell technique that even people who like make retail a career which i'm sorry if that's what you do i I personally don't have the strength. I could never go back to retail. I would hurt somebody. Um. <laughs> but could you do this? Could you do? Could you be a Madison Ave ad man? 
no, because I know myself and I know that I'm too honest. I, I would slip at some point during a meeting and fuck up the entire deal. Your cigarettes cause cancer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, listen. Sorry. Not sorry. <laughs> I, yeah. I would I would actually encourage you guys then to hold on for the ride and actually watch because some really interesting stuff ends up happening with Lucky Strike and you know, I won't I won't give too much of it away, but no, there's there again. Lucky Strike comes back a lot of these. The series. Yeah, and you'll see a lot of familiar companies. The ending is a little hokey. I'm not going to say what campaign they end on that Don Draper is not going to be credited for creating, but uh, <laughs> it annoys me. It's the only part of that show that annoys me because I think the ending is brilliant up until that realization that you know what he's about to create, and I'm like, ugh. <laughs> Yeah. Actually, Sean, without saying anything, what are your thoughts on that? On the ending? You can spell it for me. It's not the ending. It's just the on, what... on the on that he's he ends up the product fictionally being responsible for that ad campaign. Yeah, is that what you're asking me? Yes, like uh, that's the ending to me just seemed really hokey. I was like, I loved his realization at the end, without saying anything. Like, yeah. His, Inner Peace was great. It was a completion of his character arc. I loved it. But that part was like, come on, really? That's what you're going to leave us with? Can someone spoil it for me? Because I myself probably won't watch this. All right. Um, spoilers. <laughs> Very helpful, Sean. <laughs> Jesus, it's 2023. Just Google that shit. The show's been out for years. Um, I mean, I'm fine with it. I, I think that, like, when I initially watched it, I was like, okay. Like, it wasn't, I wasn't upset about it or anything. And I think that, like, his arc overall, like you are saying, Matt, was good. You know, I think, and yeah. I think in terms of maybe not realistic, like, realistically portraying someone that existed, I, I can't really comment on that, but I think that in terms of um, that's fair, I guess kind of showing somebody that does evolve but doesn't always ah, learn from their okay. mistakes and stuff. I think that kind of showing that that's you know who he is in some way and that he does have this gift, um, whether it's used for good or bad. It's, it, yeah. I thought it was kind of a you know a nice little bow on the series, and like a lot of shows, fair, like, I guess don't get that ending. So that's true. I, I guess mean, it is so considered one of the most famous ad campaigns of all time. Right. It was kind of like the first. But. uh, yeah. And and spoilers, but it's I guess it's not really that big of a spoiler. It's the um, night. It's the I'd like to buy the world a Coke mm -hmm. ad campaign. I already looked it up. Oh, you looked it up. OK, mm -hmm. well. Google you and your, your pat, your passive aggressive just Google. Google I mean, it's true. Um, it does fit with the the story. It was just a little like, it was just a little. It seemed a little ham fisted at the end. Um, but anyway, so I, not I to take away from in, the show. It's fantastic, and, and, and I don't think that this was nearly as controversial of an ending as a lot of other series. Like, so Matt Weiner, who created Mad Men, was also heavily involved with Sopranos, and I mean, yes. if you want to talk about a show that's got an ending that people are still arguing about, like. Oh yeah, <laughs> um, which uh, David Chase has said multiple times that fucking Tony's dead. Yeah, like, he's not. But he didn't say that anymore. for a while. 
You expect fans to listen to anybody involved with the show's creation? I, I thought it was obvious, and I was, like, angry that people thought it was up for grabs, like, up for d- debate. Because literally two episodes before that, Tony's having a conversation with his sister. It's like, what do you think happens when you die? Nothing. It just goes black. That's literally the words came out of his mouth. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'm... Well, and and uh, we'll talk about this at length, because uh, Sopranos is on my list of shows to bring to this. So... Yeah. Well, you might be um, able to get a nostalgia vote out of me for that one. <laughs> Play, I was going to say, too, episodes. I was actually listening to... Um, I was listening to a podcast today, and they were... Another podcast, and they were talking about um, Seinfeld, which... I've covered this before. I don't. Unfortunate. Really, I've never really liked Seinfeld. I I'm yeah. much more of a Curb Your Enthusiasm fan. I found that Seinfeld, Jerry Seinfeld himself, kind of I find him kind of unbearable. Um, I concur. But the Seinfeld the series obviously had a very controversial ending too that a lot of people were really upset about. And if you guys don't know, it yeah. basically ends with the four of them in jail for being like truly awful people. And the person that I was listening to as get they kind of deserve. <laughs> as they kind of deserved and and what jerry seinfeld has explained subsequently is like the reason they did that ending was he felt like people would always tell him like these are awful people they do awful things to other people and you know he felt like okay well maybe there's some justice in like doing this but yeah. it's like it doesn't fit with the story whereas i think like yeah that's true and, and he he admits that now he's like it wasn't right for the story to do that you know and so i think with the way that Mad Men ends um, for Don and his arc and even the, you know, the whole Coca-Cola thing, like I think it makes sense in, in terms of the story that has been, that is told about him. If you, you know, really go through it all and, and see his journey. So that's just my two cents. Fair enough. All right. Well, um, I just, anybody else have any comments before we move to voting? Steve. No, I, I think you guys said everything that you could say. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Moment of truth. Steven, Mad Men, binge-worthy. Why or why not? Yeah, I'm going to throw it up as a binge-worthy. Um, I don't think I'll be able to get through it. In fact, I've got such a backlog, I don't think I'll ever get to it for another year. But <laughs> I, I could... And then, and then, like five more shows will pop up, and, and then it'll get it'll get pushed back. Like you said, it's it's got a show with a some with a running punch. I like kind of, and I kind of like that. So, right. um, I'm sure if something throws me off. It, it's it's you know what finding a good show with writing lately has been a real challenge. So I'm down with it. That's fair. The writing is top notch, and I will say that yeah, it never it dips. You know, but it's it's it's. It's a great show. It's not like a dip in quality. It, it and I found this on my rewatches, and I've I've mm-hmm. probably watched this show all the way through, maybe like three times total, maybe four. Yeah. Um. It's not the writing. It it gets really bleak at times, and um, I have trouble kind of like going through all that all at once if I don't just sit down and just like watch a season in a day. So that's fair. Um, All right. I tend um, to get stuck and then skip ahead. But fair enough. Night. Mad Men, binge worthy. Why or why not? I can see why it'd be binge worthy. I myself will not go out of my way to finish it just because I don't want to be angry. Um, <laughs> okay, fair enough. 
but uh, I think it's really well written, and they've obviously put a lot of research into this, which is nice. Um, and I guess like seven seasons, that's really binge worthy. <laughs> <laughs> all right, fair enough. I'll take it. Um, all right, Crystal, down to you. Mad Men, binge worthy. Why or why not? I'm very similar tonight on this one. I personally won't be binging it. However, mm -hmm. that is more due to personal preference on shows that I consume, on media that I consume. The writing for the show is strong. I think it's very honest about the time period that it's portraying. I do think that the characters are well-crafted um, and well-represented as actual people. And not just like cardboard cutouts moving across the screen that happen to be well acted. <laughs> um, I do think that the cinematography and the costuming and the set design are also a huge help to that honest feeling for the time period that it's portraying. Yeah. Um, and I can absolutely see how it would be a hook for as far as like the actual story itself goes. Mm -hmm. I just like, so yes, it is binge worthy. <laughs> I just personally won't be binging it. <laughs> That's fair. That is very, very fair. All right. And, and is it just the, 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 the style of show you're not into out of curiosity? And again, this is out of just out of not curiosity. Even, at least in my case, it's not even just that I normally lean away from I, I mean, it, it it shows in how, like, what shows I bring to Binge sure, in that I don't consume a lot of live action media. Mm -hmm. You figure the most recent thing that I've watched that's live action is us watching Andor. Yeah, yeah. So. And that has a whole, there's a reason for it because it's so associated with lore that it, we. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, of course. Um, so, mm. like, I can't even sit here and pretend that, like, I stumble into live action stuff often on sure. my own time i like that i've stumbled into by myself is the the korean lawyer drama uh not lawyer judge drama that i'll okay. probably bring at some point Fair. but even it then i compete with that 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 uh show with the lawyer who is well exactly incredible. so such a like, special place even, in my heart now Thank i you, can't Steve. even honestly say that like i stumbled into the judge one by myself because it got springboarded by the fact that I started looking into um, ex uh, Extraordinary Attorney Wu uh, that Steve brought to the show. And then yeah. Netflix is like, hey, by the way, this is kind of similar. And I went, oh, interesting. That's fair. That's <laughs> so, fair. like, I can't even claim that I stumbled across that by myself. All right. There was a very clear, like, connection thread there. <laughs> um, All right. So, it, it's... It's more so like I can't necessarily just one for media. I tend to prefer more fantastical, like fantasy and science fiction stuff. Sure. I normally don't like real world stuff, but that's more because I consume media for escapism, at least okay. personally. That's I don't I don't want to deal with the real world. I deal with it enough on a daily basis. <laughs> and I, the only reason I didn't ask you why, because I knew it was all about that carpet. So. You know, that carpet just ruined everything. Damn. I understand. <laughs> that damn carpet. <laughs> it's hideous. <Yeah. laughs> 
God damn it. All right. Well, I'm going to spare our listeners because we're, we're running very long today. We had an over an hour of content before we even got to the fucking episode. So uh, I will leave it. Uh, who wants final thoughts today? Well, you didn't ask for my vote. Oh, sorry, Mickey. I thought we were going to make it an episode without your appearance. We were so close. (laughs) All right. What do you have to say? What what do you have to say about Mad Men, Mickey? Well, I think it's a little too honest, Matt. Really? Okay. You don't like that honesty? I think that the past is there to look at with rose-colored glasses. And the 1960s were a great time for Mickey. (laughs) This this is true. I got richer. I opened more parks. Uh, I killed Kennedy. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> you know, it was a big decade for me. Sure, sure. And, uh, yeah. You know, Mr. Disney so, was gone and everything, so I was finally a mouse out on my own. <laughs> he was just, he was stuck at the parks, just watching people enter the park, I hear. Like, obsessively, just, like, making sure everybody's happy who entered. Is that a true story, Mickey? Well, no, he was dead the whole time. Yeah, yeah, freezer. When, when, when did Mister Disney end up in that freezer? Like, how long was he an animatronic? Um, we're talking about Walt Disney, right? Not, not Roy. Yes, Walt. I don't know what I did to Roy. He was a nice fella. (laughs) What happened to Roy? He fell down some stairs. I don't know. <laughs> Mickey was obviously high at the time. Oh, my God. It was the 60s. Everybody was high. <laughs> so your overall impression of Batman that is too realistic. It's too realistic. Not enough rose. Not enough whitewashing of the yeah. past to uh, pass yeah. your viewing. It was much happier than they okay. depicted. But it I, is. I, oh, I appreciate- much happier. I appreciate that Don Draper guy. He sure got some good game. (laughs) Man just chums the water. (laughs) Someone save us with a final thought, please. I don't know if I have one to save us with there, Matt. (laughs) Steve, anything? Sorry, um, I'm sorry, I didn't come over with prepared tonight. Can you play the Jeopardy I don't have the Jeopardy music. All my freaking sound, I have my soundboard. Everything broke for his soundboard. I mean, we could end on a happy Lunar New Year. It's the year of the rabbit, the... which is the year that I was born in. Oh, yeah. I hope you're wearing red. Somewhere. Is that like the thing? That you're supposed to wear red to ward off bad luck because the year that you're born in is supposed to be unlucky unless you ward it off. Does, uh, you know, like red in a Metallica shirt count? Yeah. Just supposed to wear red. I don't don't think it actually specifies like how much red. I think there's red in my Star Wars shirt somewhere. (laughs) What if it's like faded red? You don't have to necessarily worry, Nate. You were a year of the dog. I know, but like stress is real. I have bad luck. No. Well, I mean, you can just wear more red throughout the week. 
Lunar New Year isn't one singular day because the lunar calendar oh. doesn't work quite the same as the one that I we work have off a of. A lot of red in my life. Yeah. I think everyone should do themselves a favor tonight. Go after this podcast episode. Listen to American Badass by Kid Rock, <laughs> and think to yourselves how awesome you are. You know what? The 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 Kid Rock part aside, <laughs> there's a good message in there somewhere. There's a self-care message in there somewhere. I don't know if I agree with Kid Rock being involved in it, but you know. <laughs> Did you know that he's neither a kid and to start or that, a rock? It's time you should get some sleep and get a decent amount of hours. Or try. Yeah, Kid Rock is all about mental health awareness. I don't know about that. <laughs> Sean, what were you saying? <laughs> I mean, did you guys know that he's neither a kid nor a rock? No shit. Fuck. That ruins everything. Are, are you about to tell me that Dwayne the Rock Johnson is also not a rock? No, he is a rock. Have you seen the man? Great. <laughs> I, you know what? He's got a point. Crystal, Great I don't know if you can come back from that one. I, I mean, I've seen him in Scorpion King, but... He was pretty CGI there. Yeah. Uh, not all there. He, he, he looked a little clay there. A little fake. Actually, he looked a lot of fake. That well, that there's an actual reasoning behind that, but we can get into that in the after show, if, unless we want to take up more time. Matt, my final thought is I can't keep up with the pressure of always having to LOL or like or heart everyone's random thoughts, picks, and amusements. For all future texts, I love them, laugh at them, or like them, unless it's bad, and then I dislike them in perpetuity. I can't live with this pressure. I'm out. Even viral bad. Good night, everybody. So you you liked every message you, you will ever be sent in perpetuity now. Yes, that's that's good. Get it all out of the way at once. That's right. Set expectations. So I, if I were in that thread, I would hit the reply thing, and then I would say something horrific. I just so I would reply to his I like everything in perpetuity and I would say something horrific and then I would screenshot the reply with his original text saying I like everything in here and that's how you take down wow. my dad I like it I like it damn Please shut up <laughs> alright yeah, does good. anybody have any uh, topics for the after show we don't have to do a long one today because we did a very long episode but uh, anyone got anything yeah, they want to get off their chest um, get off my chest. No, I. I mean, if anybody's actually curious on why The Rock doesn't look all that great in uh, the Mummy with the Scorpion King, then I have the, the answer. The Scorpion King is that a Limp Biscuit album? It's the Mummy Returns. God damn it! And then there's the Scorpion King. I'm sorry, there wasn't a whole lot of artists in it, so I didn't pay attention. What? But. The the reason why that that VFX stuff looks bad <laughs> um, is because they didn't actually have Dwayne the Rock Johnson for any of the mocap. They had to take screen grabs from the Scorpion King movie movies. I don't know because that came out afterwards, so I'm King. confused. But then he's in the Mummy Returns. So the character appears Wait, in Mummy what? Returns. Yeah. Scorpion King came out after, came out after yeah. the mummy, mummy Returns. Yeah, it's like a spinoff. Because there's a Mummy 3, right? Is it? 
I think there's a third one. Yeah, I was about to say, the... I can almost promise that... Yeah, because it does, like, a preview in the beginning of The Mummy Returns, like... Hey, the mu The Mummy 3 doesn't count. We He's don't talk about that one. <laughs> they went to China. Um, oh yeah, I forgot about that. Holy shit! There's a year difference, so they were in production at the same time. Uh, Corridor crew goes into into depth about it, but they didn't have him on set um, for like a proper capture of his face. So instead, yeah. they were using early rendering techniques to kind of like apply. I'm using, uh, a little WWF annoyed with no The Rock at the moment. Not that I was a big fan anyway, because like, there's something in the past was going on with him and um, Brendan Fraser. Brendan Fraser? Because apparently Brendan helped him get into film. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And then when no one was helping out Brendan when he was going through his essay, like, The Rock didn't return the favor. He didn't try and aid him in any way. Mm. Well, I guess I... I, I guess everybody should prepare for the internet not being a huge fan of The Rock, then. I mean, uh, sorry, I, he plays I, the not... same character, so, like, what's all the hubbub about? I, I'm personally of the opinion, oh, we lost oh, Sean. Man. Um, Sean got very upset that no one likes The Rock anymore. Oh. I, I'm personally of the opinion that I'm not too huge of a fan of the WWE to Hollywood actor pipeline. Well, let's talk about. I don't well, think they're good. <laughs> how about Journey to the Center of the Earth? Brendan Fraser did the remake. Mm -hmm. Sequel, The Rock replaced him. What about the sequel? That's what I talk about. I just said the sequel. He the Rock yeah, I, Brendan's I, character. I, Steve's doing a fucking Alvin and the Chipmunks fucking. No, it's just McCartney and he said the sequel, which is much more important. I mean, it is. It is because. It's a great cast. I'm back. Um, Good note. But I just I'm not I'm not a huge fan of the of the WWE to Hollywood actor pipeline. I don't. It's just Dave Bautista. I don't think they're great actors. At least none I mean, of the ones that I've seen. Like, don't get me wrong. I don't know them as people. I don't know if they're awful people, good people, what have you. Um, a lot of them are pretty awful. Not helping uh, Brandon Fraser during his uh, his essay troubles says says a smidge, in my opinion. But yeah. I can't oh, back vouch with a drink. too hard. He he is back with a drink. Um, he had that drink. I just like they're not good actors. I don't think I've. Did you just say Brendan is not a good actor? No, 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 no. The WWE oh. people that like oh. follow the pipeline into Hollywood acting, like I, to reach I, through a screen. No, but Brendan's great. Um. It, yeah, oh, like no, I, I don't. Think... I think they get locked into the mindset from the WWE scripts where they have to like do this this over the top thing. Along with, you know, be focused on, like, how the stunts are going to go so that they don't literally kill each other. Yeah. That, like, I think they get right. locked into that mindset, and as a result, they don't develop any 
this is a very broad like over sweeping statement but like oh well there goes sean again i haven't seen a whole lot of dave bautista stuff so far from what i've seen he plays a lot of dumbed down characters no you should see him in um blade runner he was great I in blade runner. See... i i he haven't great, i haven't seen the new blade, runner, blade runner so i can't yeah blade runner 2049 if you haven't with seen ryan, the movie with ryan gosling yeah well who, who did he play in blade runner he played a uh suppose replicant Rebel doodle. Rebel not, doodle. <laughs> are, they not, are they not called replicas? Replicants. I, they're called replicants. 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 Okay. You're close. Uh, yeah. Three letters. Either way. Um, so this, I, I want to continue about the saga with the worst game that, uh, the most middling game uh, that just won't go away and keeps making headlines. Crystal, have you heard more about Forspoken? I have bought it. Bought I, I well, are yes, you, you I did. Hundred bucks on it. A oh, hundred? Wow. What? No. She got the regular, or well, no, I did get whatever. the digital deluxe, but it wasn't a hundred; it was like eighty. There's probably collectors. Still a lot. I, I, I mean, that's currently the going standard rate for a did you deluxe also, edition. Like, with that collector's edition, does it come with like the different nail polish? I, I didn't get the collector's edition. I didn't even look at the collector's. It wasn't edition. a real question. Well, sniper style. Um, but. I'm personally excited about playing it. I'm I'm planning to stream it on Saturday. Um because Thursday's Dead Space and Friday's Gotham Nights. Um I see. But there's a new Dead Space on Thursday. Sorry. Yeah. Are are, are you dedicating time to Dead Space? Because that's fine. No. Just no, 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 just we'll let play, me know because we'll then I'll then I'll do Forspoken. <laughs> I'll start Forspoken then. I was just being an asshole. It actually doesn't, uh, which is annoying, but does not come out at midnight. It comes out on literally 11 p.m. on 11 a.m. on Friday, which bothers me. Oh, so they're forcing you to wait. Goddamn. <laughs> yeah, we're playing Gotham Knights. Um, I wait that long through Divinity. We're playing Gotham We're playing Knights, Gotham Knights. Yeah, Divinity's done. <laughs> we got there. Um, it just means that, that Matt will be times. dead to the world on just fr- a- after stream on Friday and all through Saturday. <laughs> yeah. Um, but here's the other thing. Did you hear about the controversy that they just lied, straight up lied in the trailer? What do you mean? I they didn't just, hear what's so speak. there's a reason that all of those quotes in the new trailer are single words because they are completely taken out of context <laughs> yes they are completely there they actually somebody actually went through and uh, went back to the where the quotes were coming from and uh unfortunately they were really taken out of context marketing really stretched this one out I mean, explain. I also, sure. I also I'm was watching a. Uh, I, was I was about to say the most recent earlier, and PC was like. I actually saw a trailer a for it while I was at the gym today, and it was like she was running through. Oh my god, damn! Um, That's adorable. Oh man! <laughs> and guess what? Uh. I could say a lot of racist things right now. <laughs> no, 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 no. Right. Guess what? Guess what show is binge worthy as of today? Um, Doctor Quinn, Medicine Woman. Mad Men. What the fuck? That fucking time. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> we were holding. Matt and Sean were holding off because you wanted it. <laughs> I want it more than Don Draper wanted a part in his hair. But hey. <laughs> well, <laughs> Fantastic. Well, 
Are you right? I feel like Sean keeps trying to join and he just no, keeps being kicked out. Can you all hear me? <laughs> yeah, yes. we can hear you. We've been um, able to my, hear you the entire my time. Internet, my internet is like Muhammad Ali in like 1996. <laughs> oh, um, no. See, you know, I was not going to say anything racist, but hey. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it. Don't mind me. I just got back from the devil's game, and I had a lot of apple juice. <laughs> how, uh, Jerry, how, right now. what's up? How, how, how many, uh, is it high noons? Did you eat the high noons, or are you no, just doing no, the same? No, I, I just, I just, finished another high noons, but no. <laughs> Apple juice, uh, they're 24 ounces, and I had several of them, so, yeah. <laughs> so you're feeling good right now, you're telling me, Ant. What's up? You're feeling pretty good right now. I feel great. I mean, it was a very good game. Uh, you know, the Golden Knights lost in overtime, but, you know, that's, that's how the, uh, you know, the game played out. I'm so sorry. On a, on a scale of Billy Loomis to Stu, how drunk are you right now? <laughs> um, I'm actually kind of fine. All right, I, all right. eight. My, my, my kryptonite is eight. Eight, so that's... that's or, or seven high noons and one blood light. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the... That's the, uh, the so that's like, that's like two Jersey Devils out of ten. Well, he got a pen. He was actually doing the math there. Yeah. Carry the two... Um, but no, every every um can is twenty four ounces, so you're basically getting like two two beers per per can. Damn. Yeah. Sean, we lost your audio. We didn't hear that last comment. What was it? Um, it wasn't for you. Oh, that's fair. All right. <laughs> Damn. Damn. So we lost his audio Savage. on purpose, is what I'm hearing. That, I felt that all the way here in New Jersey. <laughs> Well, I'm um, glad you had fun at the game. Uh, and, yeah, it was a great time. Uh, it was a fantastic Tuesday. Good week. Way to start the week off, you know. It was good. It was I good don't day. count Mondays because, you know, they don't, they suck. But it's <laughs> good second day. So your day just starts on Tuesday now. You just don't give yeah, a fuck. Yeah, I mean, you know. Monday, Monday is just like meetings and, you know, where did everything go wrong last week? And then... Yeah, you accept whatever happened, then you just kind of move on. <laughs> this is fair. This is fair. Do you have any other um, words of wisdom you want to share with us tonight? Not, not that I know of. But if they come to me, I'll, uh, you know, life is just one big improvisational skit. So when it happens, it's gonna happen. You know what? You're not wrong. You're not wrong. You know, that's, that's a very good. I'd way say to put life. that on a t-shirt and sell it, but I feel like it's already been taken. <laughs> Life is just one big improvisational improvisational skit. And think about it. I mean, you just hope every time you start a conversation, you just hope you get to the the right point at the end. Yeah. <laughs> All right, you make a good point. Um, yeah. What about a shirt that says "Damn, you got was it? Damn, you got fine ankles." Is that what yeah, you came up? Nice pair of ankles. You got a nice pair of ankles. Jesus Christ! What are you guys going to Amish country? Well, that's on? that was a reoccurring theme <laughs> in Mad Men. It's historical. Well, I mean, it's like 1956. I think the first episode. So, yeah, I guess, I guess the hemline is a little longer back under the old, uh, who, who was ever in office in the 50s? That guy. Peggy apparently had some pretty good ankles. That's, you know, of what we got gathered from the first episode. Well, hey, babe, we've got some really nice ankles. Spoiler alert. U
Should I try that one out? Um, I wonder if he's one. getting the death glare right now. <laughs> no, no, not the death glare. Fuck. So you guys watched Mad Men tonight? Did you you deemed it binge worthy? Is this now the after hours? Yeah, this is the after hour show. Correct. Okay. We had to help. We had to hold in there for a long time so you would join. Because usually, Um, even when you're making a joke and coming in the Discord, you will show up at some point in that episode. Yeah, I felt pretty good when I put up. I'll show up at the hour four mark, and I was like. You know, if they start at 7.30, I come in at like 11, there's like four hours of that. I was like... That was pretty good. Yeah. It was, it was very good. I, 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 I tried. I tried to plan. You know, I'm always, you know, trying to use my... Time management is one of my my, uh, my pet peeves. <laughs> That's why you make a great manager. I love it. I'd rather be uh, five minutes early than one minute late. Good for you. I wish I had that same mentality. I, was I, say, I don't, I don't have that mentality. What's that? Um, I just set my, my watch five minutes ahead. So even if I'm five minutes late on my watch, I'm still on time. Yeah. That's brilliant. It's beautiful. That's how I do it. All right. Tips and wisdom. Uh, we were just about wrapping up anyway. Do you have any uh, final thoughts? No, I just, I, I just wanted to pop in and say hello, and I'll see you in season seven. <laughs> On the journey back to the center. <laughs> journey back to the center? Is that what we're calling season yeah. seven? I don't know, because if the world, if you run it, the world is now reversed, the quarters reversing. So, mm. you know, uh, going backwards. Ew. So, Science talk. Gross. I mean, if we trust, we trust like four guys in like Copenhagen. I trust them. Yeah. Those guys in Copenhagen, Copenhagen don't have anything else better to do. They know what they're talking about. Yeah, they really like their bicycles, so they like how things go around and around. So, I, mean, it works I thought you said guys on cocaine. And I really trust them. I mean, I they, like, they could. Yeah. I mean, shit. I mean, to come up with some of this stuff, they probably are on cocaine. Those guys on you, cocaine know what's happening. So yeah. you trust I mean, any guys on cocaine? They're cocaine. like, they're they're up they're up with it. I like that. I like that's a good that's a good message. I don't know about all that now. That's a good message to end on. Always trust a man who's high on cocaine. I mean, I'm pretty sure that Grateful Dead wrote a song about it, so that's... <laughs> this is where we say that uh, no one on Bingeworthy is certified to give any kind of medical advice. Oh, I thought you were going to say that I, no one on Bingeworthy I could. Is I mean, I sit at a Holiday Inn Express. Fuck that, I can give all the advice. I can't guarantee that. I've seen how you act, how Ant acts... Matt's on meth, but <laughs> I, I mean, yeah. <laughs> that long Listen, it was prescribed by a doctor. I, I know, I know, I know. For for anybody who doesn't get the joke, ADHD meds more often than not are low grade methamphetamines. Hey, they look. Work. Sometimes you have to be able to invade Poland in thirty six hours, and you cannot stop. <laughs> All right, it's good night. I'm gonna run right. out of here. It has been all right. A lovely, lovely seeing you all, and thank you for uh, for joining. Um, yeah. Anybody who wants final thoughts? Uh, yes, man. I my thought final that's thought why thought you just. <laughs> Gail Weathers would find a way. Wow. Mm. It's true. Oh yeah, Scream Six comes out in like a month. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we're going. Oh, yeah, 100%. 100%. Also, uh, gotta plug Cocaine Bear coming out next month as well. Fuck oh, yeah. yeah, Cocaine Bear. Cocaine Bear. Gotta go see yeah. Cocaine Bear, everybody. 
All right, those are the plugs. Anyone else got anything to plug? <laughs> Cocaine, bears, stabbing Scream. people. Your butt. That all Sleep. Oh, I got an angry piper. <laughs> <laughs> Good night, everybody. How many people are going to forget to leave the tab open so that Matt can have the full recordings? And then there was four. This is like a game of like, you know, who could outlast?